We got merch. Merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got merch. 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 Any merch. Big merch. Yeah, we got merch. Merch. That's M E R C H. Yeah, we got merch. Merch. That's what you wanted. So we got it. What is up, you guys? I love these cold intros. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just do whatever. I tried to do it, and then you, you left me for dead. What? I said, what is up, you guys? That was well, okay, we can do it. All by myself. What? Yeah, do you want to do, you wanna do a little plug here? A little dink and sink? Hey. Coffee tastes better. What is in a Kojo mug? What's, What's up, up, you guys? guys? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Kojo, Kojo Show. I am your host, Joseph O'Brien. And I'm your more merched out host, Kobe <laughs> Jones. Kobe Jones? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk music. And let's talk live. Crikey. We started a podcast. Yes, we did now. We started a podcast. Yo, Joseph, did we make a podcast? Uh, I guess we did. Do you think anybody's gonna listen? Yeah, absolutely not. Man, we just flip into random. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most chaotic intro <laughs> we've ever done. I love your shirt. Dude, I love your shirt. Thanks, man. I want to point out that everyone bought blue! <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone bought blue. <laughs> I saw no reds. That's all I'm gonna say. I saw one red. Man, they love them some Joseph O'Brien. They uh, do. That was all blue. Well, blue is a better color than red anyway. So you know, I so actually you look really good in red. Well, fun fact: this was my like first merch T-shirt color ever. No way. Yeah, I did like a maroon thing. Unbelievable. It, it looks just like so. I actually like really always loved red, but yeah, I, I blue is just more. It's more neutral. Gotta make it's, sure we don't cover up our logos. Anyways, <laughs> it's should we flex? Just flex. F- yeah. Yeah, show them the gun. Now they're attracted. Um, <laughs> <Gross. laughs> Alright, well, let's head on over to uh, Life, life updates. updates! Updates on life. I just want to hop on. I kind of missed you saying life updates. I missed it too. I actually wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't forget. So I was like, That's good. I kind of wanted it to be that. That's well, a dedication. I know. What have you been doing, man? What's been, you've, we haven't seen each other since literally last week. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we usually see each other just once a week. We cram our, our hangout sessions as like 24 We've hour days. We've just been busy and I feel like it's kind of stunk a little bit. Yeah. I want to do something on a weekend. Yeah. I, I mean, what? What? What'd you say? I want to do something on a weekend. Oh with yeah. You. Sorry, I zoned out because I was so <laughs> focused on what I was going to say next that I kind of just just like yeah yeah just... sure. <laughs> I don't know why. Totally. I'm oh, sorry. Um, what were you saying? Yeah, I was just going to say I hung out with my parents because they're moving. Mm. I don't know if I've already said that. I, I haven't. Right. I don't think you've said my that. My parents yet. are moving to Lynchburg, Virginia, so I'm I'm trying to spend pretty much every waking moment with them before oh, they know. abandon me. That's sad. In Nashville, man. but at least I got you and my friends. Yeah, dude, it's it's tough living away from your parents. I yeah. mean, did you. I guess you did at college, no? Huh? Yeah. You did. But you, that's kind of part of it. And then you come back to Nashville thinking, oh, I'm going to so, have them. You have summers. You know? Yeah. I didn't think about that, too. You have summers. Yeah, the whole, like, moving away thing was tough. I did that at, like, when I, like, moved here. But yeah, you did that when you were young. I was 18. But I moved uh, early, so I, it's it's not fun. But mm-hmm. it happens. It's just tough. But, um, yeah, I was at, uh, I was in South Carolina. Uh, with some good friends, some dear friends, uh, at a radio retreat, singing for some radio people. So that was fun. Got to do some of that. Joseph, uh-huh. where are you going? 
Yeah, it's recording. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you totally didn't think it was for a second. <laughs> but yeah, Radio Retreat, it was a lot of fun. That's and good, um, yeah, came back from South Carolina, got to be here, yeah. and I'm just excited to be I'm back. I'm about to go on a Radio Retreat with Lydia Laird playing keys for her. That's what it's for radio? Yeah, it's like a the, oh. the, the positive alternative radio network. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where is that at? Um, Virginia. They're okay. super nice. You um, know what? I wonder if some of them were at the retreat I was just at. Possible. Yeah. Um. Tell them you know me and okay. see if they react. And if they don't, they probably don't know me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, seems, that seems right. They yeah. actually might know you because of me, though, because, I mean, I, I helped lead worship. I've met all of them, and they know about the Kojo show. Most probably. of the people that I was at for the radio treat all knew who you were. No way. Yeah, they were oh, all like, so funny. we just love, we, Joseph's song was actually number one, and then yours was number one the week after. Bro, They said what? Give Up On Love, like, was a number one on their station for a who second. Who Give Up On Love on radio? Dude, no, I had no idea. But then they said that um, Brand New was the number one after that. And I was just like... We're just back and forth. Bro, come on, Tim. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Come on. Yeah. You know, we try that. Making so, moves for days. Um, anyways, that's a lot of life updates. Yeah. And uh, let's hop into the next segment. React Attack. React Attack. Joseph, it sounds like you've got some- uh, I got something that I'm really excited. Some delicious goodness for us. I do, week. I do. So do you remember that, you remember that app called Smule Sing? Oh my gosh! Yeah, did you find mine? Nah, no, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I, we oh, could find I thought, yours. You should you... find. We should find yours. You thought you found mine? We should. I, I, because I... I'm about to show you mine. Yo! <laughs> no way! And it's it's oh, bad. I gotta see. So Smule Sing is this this app that's like a karaoke app, and no. I, I I think I was probably like 15 at no the time. Way. And I I am so I'm so bad that honestly it shocked even myself. And I'm like, how would I even? How would anyone even see a music? like career in this guy's future it was that bad that's awesome so i'm gonna some of these are like videos so i'm gonna gonna put them on the screen for you guys oh Um, please do well let's start off with on top of the world by imagine dragons oh my gosh uh, and see what we got here all right oh uh this auto tune really helps you when you go like oh thanks for joining a piano artisto song make sure to follow my page it's got cool stuff on there (laughs) take part two here we go If you love somebody, better tell them why they're here Cause they just may run away from you Oh my gosh Look at your face I don't know what to think I'll fly the highest mountains You sound good, dude You can have it all, but life keeps moving it's so awkward. So I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. This is so cringe. I love it. Darling, got my heart beating down. It's spinning around, yeah. And you never know what you did to me. Cause that was in my dreams. Dreams. No, like, even though you're young, you've got way more swag than I did. Swag? That's so there's, cringe. No, there's more swag, though, because you're Dude. playing actually good guitar. That's, that's the thing. not good guitar. No, no, but, like, that's better than, like, most people. Dude, uh, that was uh, that was me. That's the cringe for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up, actually. Yeah. That's, that's enough React Attack. That's good for React that's, Attack. Oh, uh, but, dude... I, I I'm so thankful that my parents still encouraged me. They could they could have easily looked at that and been like, 
Yeah. You want to do what with yeah. your life? Dude, my parents like encouraged me when I sounded like that. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, why? Why did they why did they do that? They saw something in us we didn't see in Here's well, a, we thought we saw it in ourselves. At oh, the time. I thought I was the best. Yeah, me too, man. I thought <laughs> I it was, was so like, good. yeah, maybe I'll be a famous singer if I feel like it. But like I don't know. <laughs> like that's what I used to think. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're jumping into the next segment, which, which is... is Did the movie, movie move me? me? Yeah. Did the movie move me? Ooh. New segment. New segment. New Who's? segment. All right. For Did the movie move me this week, we are trying to see if we moved to... <laughs> what? Moved to? I don't know. It's trying to make yeah, a play yeah, on yeah, it. Okay. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah. This is a sequel of the 2000 and like, I don't know, 13 movie Puss in Boots that was... Kind of mid, not great, not bad. It just yeah. it was it wasn't as good as Shrek one or two. It just was good. It was fine. Yeah. And then they decided to make a yeah sequel to a movie, absolute banger of a sequel. <laughs> but make a sequel to a movie that was what yeah nine years ago. It had to be at least like nine insane. Or 10 years ago. It was just the most random, most weird decision ever. Yeah. And um, we're gonna we're gonna see if the movie moved us. Yeah. And uh, for this segment. I came, I came out with us because uh, I got to be Mr. Organized over here, Mr. Thanks, you know, Joe. number one on the Enneagram. Uh, there's five categories. We're going to rate individually one through ten, um, and it's going to be, so here we go. We got plot. We've got cinematography. cinematography. We've got dialogue. dialogue. We got characters. characters. And finally, we got the score. Or the the soundtrack, I guess you could say, uh, of the, the, the movie. Um, and by the end, it, it'll give us a final grade for the movie. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and start off with the the the, <clears throat> the solid, the most amazing talking point of the plot. Tell me what you thought about the plot. I thought the plot. No was... spoilers. No spoilers. That's the rule. Skip over the segment if you don't want spoilers. <laughs> I think the plot was really solid. It wasn't, like, the most insane plot in the world. Like, it was very no. standard, almost, not basic, but but basic. Sim- simplistic. Sim- simplistic. That's, that's the best word, yeah. Um, but they covered it with just a bunch of sugary goodness. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, there's a map in this movie that is just so creative in yeah. the way that they use it, where, like, each character holds it, and, it and, and the world that they're in changes depending on who's holding the map. And, and they're like tendencies, and like yeah. it reveals uh, inner heart motives. Inner heart motives. Yeah. And I just thought it added so much depth and creativity. That's so that's so true because they have things that you see in every movie, yep. but they have this twist for every single thing. That's Everything. like that's really cool. Plot simplistic, but nonetheless effective. Yep. And ver- like uh, it was it was I would say it was original. It the was original. That, the way they did it was original. The way they did it was original. Um, so let's go ahead and rate plot real quick. Okay, All one right. out of ten. So three, two, one, nine. nine. I was going to say eight, but then I was like, I got to say nine. Eight felt too low. Yeah, it does. Because it's just the perfect plot for this movie. It's amazing. It's perfect. All right, going on to the second one, we've got cinematography. Oh. I I don't even... Oh. We don't have to talk about too much, but this this movie models itself after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sometimes. In a way. So so it it drops frame rate randomly to give it that more comic book-y feel where it's more... Almost claymation kind of deal? Yeah, claymation, stop motion, like juddery. Yeah. And... uh, let me tell you, it works. It was cool. And yeah, because the giant, there's a, like at the beginning of the film, which is mm-hmm. in the trailer, but there's this giant, like he's like way less, you know, frames per second or whatever. Super juddery. Yeah, but then Puss is like, 
yeah, just smooth. They it's have, crazy. They have crazy camera zooms and things. They do so much with color. The animation's absolutely stunning, gorgeous. I mean, Ugh. it's the best animated movie I've seen in probably the last one of the best movies I've seen in the last ten years. Yeah, I mean, it was that amazing. It just looks so good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was very creative. The, the, it was just the villain, the way they animated him. He was horrifying. Yeah. I mean, it was just great. It was great. It was great. Yeah, and it popped. All the colors popped. It, it was pop- it was a colorful movie. It was. It really was. I think we just vote now. Yeah, let's go for it. Three, two, one, ten. ten. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just too good. It was that good. Yep. Ugh. Okay, next we move on to dialogue. Interesting. I, I love the dialogue. I thought it was very, like, I don't know. In a, Puss and booze. I, I just feel like most movies are cheesy nowadays. Yeah. Like, just the way, there's some little writing things, especially in, like, superhero movies, they yeah. have those, like, little one-liners. Yeah. I don't remember there being, like, a one-liner in this movie yeah. that rubbed me in the wrong way. No, it's ne- it was never, like, you and me both, pal. Yeah. It was none of those. It was, like, everything was just funny. Yeah, and there's only one line I remember that was, like, really on the nose, which is the therapy line, where he's, like, I'm his therapy dog. And he's, like, no, you're not. And then the girl says, oh, you need therapy. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, you know. It's a but it was kind of funny. But it was funny. It's funny because he's so vain. It yeah. kind of works. But I tell you what, the jokes landed in this. Like my favorite yeah. one was uh, when the dog was there, or whatever, and then uh, Kitty Softpaws steals the dog and leaves like this, like <laughs> this, like leaf thing, and it, it says, "You've cone. been crimed." Yeah, it was so good. It was just great. Like there's so much fun. I laughed out loud in the theater, which I don't think I've ever laughed out loud in an animated movie. Like, More times too, a lot of way, times. like a ton of times. I was like cracking up. Yeah. So I mean, I think they delivered the story. The way they delivered the story through dialogue too was just pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, let's rate it. Here we go. Three, Three two, two, one, nine. nine. Yeah. Yep. All right. We're uh-huh. starting. I mean, this, this movie's really good. So it it's gonna be hard for it to get less than like an eighty-five. Or I know. 90. We just get hit a nine, ten, and a nine. Yeah. So all right. All right. Let's keep going. So we got characters. Characters. Okay. I, I'm serious. I was thinking about this. There's not one character in, the, in this movie I dislike. It was just crazy. Every single character I love. I really like Jack Horner. Oh, ja- yeah. Jack like, Horner each, was the like, best. I usually hate villains. Like I feel like either there's one of them is annoying, but they had three different villains, all with different kind of like personas yep. as well as like backstories and like uh, character development. Yep. And it's like, and you would think it'd be, could, it could be Spider-Man 3. Too many bad guys. Yeah, but yeah. it just works. It, it really it works. Because the best part is um, one of the bad guys wasn't truly a bad guy. Like um, yeah. uh, the, uh, what's her name? Goldilocks. She was not like a yeah. bad guy. And she actually has her own like arc and plot yeah. that like made me cry. Yes, it made me cry. I don't know. But like uh, that's kind of why it works, I think, in my opinion too, is that it's not like there's just all these villains that are like, we're bad. It's like, yeah. there's one main bad villain. There's one guy that you're like, you're kind but of But even, someone was arguing online that the main villain, uh, the, the wolf, yeah. is not a bad guy. He's not. He's upset with Puss because he's not using his life to the fullest. Yeah. He's like, he's he's only there when Puss is trying to get his lives back. Yeah. Because he's trying to cheat. He's trying to cheat death. Yeah. So he's really just the antagonist. There's only one guy who's like truly bad to the bone. Is, there's no, and he doesn't have like a tragic backstory. He's just bad. Which is Jack Horner. Jack Horner. 
Jack Carter. He's so funny. He wants the pies. He has little the pies. Jiminy Cricket like shows up in the movie too. Oh man, he he's was like, like, I sit on your shoulder. <laughs> I sit on your shoulder, <laughs> and I tell you what your conscience <laughs> it's is. Really good. Yeah, I, I, I try to help you determine good and evil. I was raised in a good <laughs> family, dude. He was. He came out of left field, but he was so good. Was, That's why I'm saying every character to me just served such a good purpose. I mean, yeah, he was just like a bumbling idiot, but like great and just Ugh. like pure evil. And there was yeah. just a lot of, so, I mean, yeah, it was, what are we writing right now? Yeah. What are we on right now? Characters. Okay, yeah, the characters are amazing. All right, yeah, three, two, two one, ten. ten. It's an easy ten. <laughs> Hard so, ten. Uh, there's so much to talk about in this movie. I know, I, I forgot what topic we were on, because yeah, I was like, just like, it's I just cannot good. stress to you enough that you need to see this movie. It was just really it's good. It's not a, like, should you, I'm telling you, as soon as humanly possible. The last one is the score, the soundtrack, and this is where I actually... Your reaction is what I'm thinking, which is it was good, but I can't remember anything. I didn't notice it. Yeah, it, but so it, it, it complimented it, but there wasn't. It's not like Shrek. Shrek has the da 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 or da 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 da. Yeah. So I mean, we can rate this one. I mean, actually, real quick. the best part of the score was when that came in at the end, and they like kind of yes. teased Shrek Five. It was like, or even at the beginning of the movie, like yeah. the, the DreamWorks like logo and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's that was magical. the best actually that they did with the score, which was the callback. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think for me the score. Um, it was there, but like, I mean, it was, a, it was, um, what do you, what do you say? Like, it was like Spanish. It was very, so very Spanish. It, it, I think it added, but there wasn't like a theme. You couldn't just be like, Hey, d- like sing to me, finding Nemo or sing to me the up thing. Okay. Like, but some of the songs were really fun. Like yes. Puss's song in the beginning. Yeah, it was. That was fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's write the score. All right. Three, two, one, seven. Dude, what the heck, man? All right. We got to be different sometimes, man. Six, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let's add that up. That's a 90. That's a 90. That's a 90. That's a hard 90. The score from Kobe and Joseph, you heard it here, is a 90, which I I feel like it should be higher. I was about to say, it's a little low. But the score, I guess, brought it down. The score brought it down a little bit, but it's not even like a diss. It's just like it didn't stand out because it didn't really need to. Like, it's not a movie where... It needed to. I guess arguably Shrek isn't a movie that needs to either, but it works. So yeah. I guess you could have, but it was it was really fire. It's just fire. Yeah. What I was gonna say is I think with Disney being the absolute dumpster fire of oh, an animation yeah. studio that take it is. Some notes, my dude. I think that um you know but uh, you know Lightyear only made two hundred million at the box office. Good. Isn't that, I know. I'm happy <laughs> I love about it. that. But like, well, I mean, Strange World was even worse. Strange World was way worse. It was insane. Oh, yeah. But here's my thing. I think DreamWorks and uh, Illumination and all of the studios are kind of like, it's our time. Yeah, Illumination, I, whatever. Well, I guess Mario, with the Mario. I'm telling you. I hope it's good. I think every animation studio right now is like, it's our time to strike. Yep. The beast is down for the count. And I hope it stays down. Disney, Dude, get out of here unless you start coming up with original I, content. Disney, Disney needs a, not even original content, just like good content. I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how these studios clap back because it's time. Yeah, so I, I think DreamWorks has the best future because they've consistently made, you know, dude, uh, Cody with a Chance of Meatballs, one of my favorite movies, Gosh. Kung Fu Panda. Gosh. Bro, they got some bangers. They got How to Train a Dragon? Oh, yeah. Heat. Dude. Uh, they're staying I, in the I game. I think uh, they're, they're talking about soft rebooting Shrek where not even like a reboot as much as it is like they're just starting to tell new stories with a new animation style. And I think it's going to take from Puss in Boots. I, I certainly hope it's good. Though. So... I mean, whoever get, wrote that movie, Puss and Boots Last Wish, needs to just keep If they get it. the same team on Shrek and bring in some of the old guys from the first two, you're golden. Yeah. You're good to go. So, all right. All right. 90%. Well, let's hop into our next segment Impressions with Kobe. Impressions with Kobe. <laughs> Impressions with Kobe. What's up, guys? Welcome to Impressions with. 
Me! <laughs> I thought you were going to finish it. <laughs> I was waiting for you. That's, I guess that's, that's what happens when you can't see Impressions me. With I'm Kobe. secretive, my dude. He's so top secret. All right, so today, since we, we reviewed uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, let me tell you, I thought it, it would be good, or we thought it would be good to do some Shrek impersonations. All right, here we go. Can you do the song God's Not Dead by the Newsboys in the voice of Gingy or the Gingerbread Man? <laughs> My God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on the inside. God's not dead. He's surely alive. Not my gun drop buttons. Uh, some of that was really solid. Some of it, I, th- I don't know, man. It was okay. Shut up, Joseph. <laughs> Frick, man. All right, my dude. Can you do uh, the song Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath in the voice of Shrek? Good old I Shrek. I can't do Shrek. You can't do Shrek? Not well. Donkey, <laughs> give me your eyes for just one second. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh my I can't do Shrek. All right, Shrek's hey, well, off the hey, table. At least you, you, you put in some effort there. All right, okay. All right. Give me uh, the song Brother by Need to Breathe okay. in the voice of Donkey, which is great because he wants just to be Shrek. sex, brother. Shrek. Brother, let me be your shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Never leave you all alone. <laughs> <laughs> I can leave you all alone. No, I don't know what the words are. Maybe I'll be, uh, I can be the one you call when you're low. I can be the one you call on when you're low. <laughs> I know Do you, hey, how about stuff. this? Do Brand New by Kobe James in the voice of Puss in Boots. <laughs> Treated all my dark for the light. Treated all of my blindness for sight. Oh. Treated all of my pain for the gain. Got the key to your gate and a seat at your table. <laughs> I look up and I can see Boots and Boots is in front of me. <laughs> Every something, something, you're doing something good in me. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, that was, that was solid. This is better than my Shrek. Yeah, no, I thought your Shrek was actually better than you give credit to yourself Dude, for. Dude, Shrek was awful. It wasn't that bad. Dude, All right, so do bad. Speak Life by Toby Mac in the voice of Pinocchio. He's really just gingy, just more aggressive. Yeah. You speak life! You speak life! The darkest night! You speak life! You speak life! When the sun don't shine and you don't know why! All right, the last one. This is a little bit... I don't know if you could do this guy. He's kind of hard. Um, but like Overcomer by Mandisa and the voice of Prince Charming. You're an overcomer. Oh, wow. Standing fight to the final round. Oh, not going under. God is calling you here right now, Fiona. Oh, dude, that Fiona. Wait, say Fiona again. Pull us in. Say it again. Fiona. (laughs) You know, I I feel like the standouts to me in that in that scenario, I thought you you crushed uh, Gingy in a couple parts. Yeah, there's a few. Um, Donkey was just spot on. What you trying to start, Shrek? Oh, what you want in the morning? I'm making. Waffles. (laughs) Waffles. <laughs> and in the morning, dude, I'm making waffles. The, the shocker, Prince Charming. I didn't think you were going to get that. Fiona. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, well, so let's head on to the next segment next of Deep, segment. Deep Dives. Okay. Deep Dives. Depth of diving. All right. So for Deep Dives today, we are talking about. We are talking. Oh, is it me? Are you giving it to me? Yeah. yeah. Secular music. <laughs> Secular music, Joseph. What do you have kind of... Yeah, I mean, I'm, we probably should set this up a little bit and say, like, secular music is any music yeah. that is not explicitly Christian. It's like Christian music, 
the weird music that Christians will listen to that's not Christian music, like Ben Rector, Switchfoot, <laughs> Need to Breathe, like all the people that like yeah. maybe say a bad word, but like are uh, not secular and then just regular pop music. Yeah. So and then, and then there's just yeah, secular music. So that's, that's like there there's also that weird middle ground where it's like you're not Christian but you're not, you know, pop. We still want you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Anything that's not in that middle ground. It's yeah. just like music created by non-Christians. Yep. For the purpose of not, you know, pleasing God. Pleasing God or glorifying God on their end. Yep. Um so I'll start I got a couple questions. Can secular music be harmful? Yeah, Question number one. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's so many songs that I feel like come out that are just absolutely, like, pretty atrocious mm-hmm. to listen to. I mean, it's like, seriously. Like, I mean, any, like Cardi B. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, man. Nicki Minaj. Like, there's there's some stuff that's like, all right, this is just, like, gross to be gross. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's pretty sad so i think absolutely there's stuff like that that can be super harmful um and and how does how does it harm people like personally because like the the music itself could be deemed as like morally harmful i I think a lot of it it harm yourself i think over sexualizing women i think that's a big part of it like they can make it can make girls feel like that's like okay or like it, it just it it can just really paint girls in a bad light when it's like that kind of way and then i'd also say like just what comes in is like gonna come out yeah, and that can be a big part of it. Also, just what you're putting in your your mind constantly, I feel like has a big effect on your attitude. On I mean, if that's all you're listening to, it can be kind of a downer. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you can, I mean, I feel like your spirit would, if you are like a Christian yeah. and you're bombarded by worldly things constantly, you're just I feel it's kind of like if you have too much cake or something like that. Yeah, you just feel icky. You're like, eh, I gotta like too go take sugar. a spiritual bath. Yeah, you know, that, I, that's a good way to put it. Like it's like too much. Like, it's just like too much. You're just yeah. Like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's keep going on. I think that's a, that's a great way to. But answer I don't it. think that's like that for all artists that are in secular music. I think that's sure. the really raunchy ones that are like raw. I think it's like ugh, like no. Yeah, I think anything that's like the message is so clearly against just scriptural values, or it's like attacking the way like God wants you to live. Yeah. Like I think if it's like a love song, like Coldplay writes yeah, love songs, or even some spiritual songs. I don't know. I think there's plenty of that happy medium that's like it's not bringing your spirit down. It's yeah. not really like, oh, this is lifting God up, but you can feel emotion and like get a lot out of music that isn't about God as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well let's move on to when is secular music helpful? How do you feel like secular music can benefit someone? I mean I so I was telling Joseph this. For me, secular music was had a way bigger impact on me growing up than it did Joseph because yeah. I listened to secular music like nonstop. Pretty yeah, much I didn't allow up. myself to listen to it till I was seventeen or eighteen. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I grew up listening to more secular music. My dad had great taste in music, so I grew up with just really cool artists playing all the time. John Mayer was one of my biggest inspirations. He was always on. Pop music was always on when I was growing up in middle school, high school. So Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, Justin Bieber, like uh, all the the pop artists of the time kind of like got me into music and really were like why I fell in love with it. Then I fell in love with some Christian artists like Stephen Curtis Chapman, people like that on that side where I was like, okay, I love this. But, um, but it had a big effect on me deeply because I think that pop music – it can be void of God, but still hit on human emotions. Mm, yeah. And that's where I think it can still be helpful because where you go when you're sad, say you're listening to Adele, right? You're sad, you're feeling something. It, everybody goes to a different place when they're feeling that. You're like relating to what she's saying, but also knowing that you're you're held by the creator. 
she doesn't have to say that for you to know that. And that's where I would be if I was down and I was listening to something that was a down kind of song. Yeah. I'd know that I'm held by Jesus, even though the song's not saying that and it's not about that. Yeah, I can still relate to that emotion, and that emotion can still help me like heal a bit. Mm-hmm. That's really good. My yeah, my and my angle would be just like. Um, you've talked about it before, but like creativity, like we should be like God is a creative God. And so yeah. whenever I hear something that's beautiful and creative, like I don't feel like a lot of people come after, um, especially Christians, they'll come after like symphonies or mm-hmm. orchestras mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even when a lot of those people like Mozart wasn't a Christian. No, no way. He was very guys, worldly, right? You guys were nuts. But they would probably appreciate like some of the works that Mozart did because it reflects like uh, the beauty of just like orchestration and order and, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. order and tunes or whatever. So like my my argument is that if I if I listen to Coldplay or some of these other things that I feel like are just naturally beautiful like the the guitars like the the skill and musicianship and stuff like that to me I feel like I can glorify God by listening to that and being like wow that's just beautifully written beautifully composed and it doesn't have to be a symphony or classical music for me to whether, uh, say it's beautiful you know whether they know it or not they're fearfully and wonderfully made by God and that is a reflection of who he is even if they don't know it he is art. He created art. He, we are his art. And so their art reflects how we were designed and created. And I think that Mm. they may not know that, but it's the truth. And, um, I think it, it can be a little hypocritical at times when people are like, yeah, like you can't listen to any kind of pop music or any kind of anything. Yeah. But like, yeah, you'll listen to Mozart or you'll you'll appreciate that. I think there's a lot to be appreciated. Can in, metal uh, music be uh, beautiful? Is, yeah. Is, is, is there I, like a is there like an objective line for like this is beauty and this is not beauty? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder when it comes to music. Everybody <laughs> has different tastes. Metal is real music. It's technically challenging. It's it can be well produced. And I think no, that I think it's trash. Okay. Well <laughs> <laughs> objectively trash. It's not objectively trash. It's objectively for anybody trash. who loves metal music, it's not. And and then that's where I'm like, um, you know, music it's it's kind of you know, up to what you like. It's yeah, not sure. Really. Okay. It is. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's keep moving on. Should we watch how much secular music we listen to? I think there's a balance. I mean, I think if it's all you listen to, it's a little like, hey, man, like maybe go turn on some passion. I don't know. But like, (laughs) and I think like movies, like I feel like if you're Holy Spirit led as a Christian, you'll know when something's affecting you. Yeah. And you'll, you'll feel, you'll feel your spirit being like, I should probably like listen to more Christian music. Sometimes I feel like I was at a sleepover and I like didn't brush my teeth. My soul feels like that. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I need to go like brush my teeth, maybe do like a little skincare routine. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. And that's really what it comes down to is I think it's like, balance filling your body and your mind up with things that are good for you but then also being like i mean not that that music can be bad for you but i think it's just balance Mm -hmm. yeah i agree okay we got a couple more here obscene language in music what do you mean by obscene can you give me some examples so he's like (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there can you imagine if you're like (laughs) can you bleep those out ian oh my word (laughs) no he didn't say anything bad here here is my argument because when i when i grew up like any cuss word in music was like deemed off limits okay mm. and then at some point i was i was talking to some friends and they're like well do you watch movies with cuss words in them i'm like you know i do i do i do and they're like well what's the difference and i i wanted to kind of open this dialogue up to or this conversation up to be like it is there t- such thing as too much cussing in a song like I how do we think, view cussing uh, in music i feel like we, we might have differing opinions here I, I don't know. It's, a, it's I think it's hard. No, so I think sometimes, sometimes, a bad word gets the point across. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but sometimes that's the emotion the song 
needs, and I'm not saying I would write that, but I can appreciate what they're trying to say. The vulnerability. The vulnerability, and I think you can't abuse it and you can go too far. Yeah. Because cuss words, bad words, aren't necessarily, like, like they weren't the bad words from the beginning of time. They're a cultural, like, construct, and they're bad culturally. Yeah, sure. And I think that you just have to be careful with, like, Christian's want to uphold like a high standard and we want to make sure that we're not like saying things that would pe- make people be like oh they're just like the world the world tends to curse so we try not to and i i think that if you're listening to music of the world sometimes there's a bad word in it it's, it is what it is yeah and um i don't think you should fill yourself up with that all the time but hmm. i've listened to music with bad words so i'm not gonna be a hypocrite and say that uh yeah I, I'll, I'll never do it because yeah because i've done it and i watch movies like that too so it's like it's a hard balance. Yeah, I've struggled with this too because I have like a, a playlist on my Spotify that's private that literally says "Don't tell," because it's it, <laughs> no, like because there's songs that have like language in it, but they're such well crafted songs. That's what I'm saying. And they're, they're just they're they gut they're gut wrenching. They're emotional, and it, it usually has to do with like a breakup. Yeah, because like you know I've gone through a breakup, and sometimes you just want to listen to that song that just makes you feel like I that agree. pain, you know. And that's hard, you know. But at the same time, I've always like I've always described it as this way in the sense of a, uh, like, the the reason why I feel like there is a difference inherently between movies and music is that music lives in your head on repeat. Like you can like you can tell. You can't tell me that a movie is going to live in your head is the same way music will, right? Because music is like hooks. It's trying to like grab you mm-hmm. and live in your, your head, you know, rent-free or whatever they say nowadays on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a movie, you're like, oh, that was a good movie. And you're like, you kind of have this distant memory of it. Language is really hard for me because I don't like, I don't want, I don't enjoy that. Yeah. But also it's kind of unavoidable if you're anything outside. You know, it's avoidable. If you're outside of Christian content be cautious Just don't listen to a song with 50 f-bombs in it okay yeah i mean i think it's like there's degrees too there's levels of this yeah stuff. me know, me myself i try to not have any language you know because what i i don't want i don't want that in my head True. and i don't want ever to just think like oh i just you know what you it. just do you and god will appreciate that <laughs> you live how you think what a millennial answer god wants you to live yeah and you listen to your spirit i don't know what scripture says you know what Read the Bible for yourself. And Bible says whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure. Defi- like, and that's think your those- truth. <laughs> <laughs> I just say think on those things. Anything that puts your your mind in a um, an earthly spirit, a th- a thinking on the wrong things, impure impure motives, impure mind. You're you're gonna be able to tell that, but also I think there is objectively wrong things There's to objective. listen to. There's objectively and there wrong is things. a clear line. I think Nicki Minaj, you shouldn't be listening to Nicki right, Minaj well, if you're a Christian. He came at Nicki, I'm guys. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell if, you. If you are, just please don't. Don't 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 subject yourself to that. What's I your would, big song? I'm that's why I would say songs. don't watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, yeah. Don't watch movies that do that to you. Entertainment in general. Worse. Don't do things that you know you'll regret later, you know, 20 years from now. You're like, yeah. why did I ever do that? Yeah. Let's hop out of deep dives. Let us know what you think in the comments down below. Let us know if we were onto something. Let us know if we were off. This, well, was, this was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. Yeah. Again, it was probably a little long. It but was, but we'll we'll get it. We'll, we'll get edit it, it down. The magic. We'll edit it down. Do you guys like the editing style, by the way? Let us know in the comments. Do you like the little the little cuts to keep keep your your yeah. eyes engaged? I hope yeah. I hope that wasn't a a crazy transition. We try our best, you know, but we don't know what's going on. Yeah, we're just a couple kids. <laughs> well, hey, we talk music and we talk live. We'll catch you guys on the flippy flop. Keep you on the flop. I don't want to give, I don't want to give up, up on, on love. Up on love. And that's why you make me brand new. It's like I'm rising up from the water, living in the light.
Get out of here. Why are you still here? Stop. Go away. <laughs>